Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cervera will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, Okuo Church. It's great to be with you once again for another week of services. Today, we are continuing in the series called Learn To. Now, last week, we finished up the first part of this four-part series. Now, that first part was all about listening to God. And it was so much fun to dive into that topic for a handful of weeks. But this week, we're going to be shifting gears. We're moving into the next part of our series that will center around love, particularly loving people. Now, this connects the second part of our four L's of Akuo, which are like the pillars of how we will be in community with Jesus and one another. Now, those four L's are listen to God, love people, lead by empowering, and link to our community. Now, when it comes to loving people, we want to do that, right? Like, I'd like to think that most people wake up every single morning ready to be decent human beings, like a decent human being that cares for the people that are around them. However, life can get in the way, right? We can be stressed out by our job. We can be overwhelmed by our family. Think, like, even our pets can push us to the brink of treating people poorly. So what happens? If you have a tough morning, uh, you know, coffee's cold, or you didn't get any coffee, or the line was too long, then a rough afternoon, or an evening, and then somebody cuts us off. So we lay under that horn for seconds, right? Just, bah, bah, and you know, maybe there's a hand signal or something. I mean, of course, not for you. Uh, but Or we let someone have it that we don't agree with on social media, or we yell a little extra at that football team that fumbles the ball three times in 10 plays. Cowboys are trying to kill me. Or we let all this frustration out on the people around us. We let all this frustration out on the people we love and care for the most in this world. And I get it. Things are hard right now. We have so many things that we are dealing with and fighting against on a daily basis. There are so many major stressors that are leaning on us every single day. And that's before we even start like jumping onto social media to see how these people are making us upset. Now, this is not how we are supposed to live our lives. Sure, we might feel good for a second when we release that penned up frustration, but it's not right. We're actually called to live in a different way. We are called to love people. We are called to love people, and we can see this idea at work in the Bible. Now, where we're going to read from in the Bible today is going to be in Mark 12. So if you have a Bible and you want to open it up, you can go ahead and read along with us. Now, we're going to be looking at nearly the end of Jesus's ministry. You see, at this point, Jesus has preached all over Israel and created quite the name for himself, so much so that the religious leaders of their day wanted Jesus dead. So when it was time for the Passover celebration in the capital city of Jerusalem, there was Jesus coming into town, riding on a donkey. He was on the religious leader's radar in a very big way. Now, not long after this triumphal entry, Jesus goes in the temple and starts flipping tables of all the people that were selling items in there. He did it because they were basically extorting money out of every single person that was just trying to make their sacrifices to get right with God. That painted an even bigger target on Jesus's back because now he was messing with the religious leader's money. Now, once the temple was clear, Jesus started to teach there, started to preach there. And at this point, the religious leaders were doing their best to get Jesus to say something that could get him into real trouble. 
So these leaders started asking Jesus loaded question after loaded question, hoping that he would like turn and, and say something bad against the Romans and they would come and kill him. Then they would debate him over each and every subject. Each time Jesus would answer it in the way that was correct and totally without fault because, you know, he's Jesus. Now that brings us to the story here in Mark 12. There it says, One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realized that Jesus had answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this, Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So Jesus laid out these two most important commandments. Our God, the only God, should be loved with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. This alone is incredible for a few reasons. The first is that Jesus quotes a part of the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of what our Bible is called. It's what uh, the Jewish leaders of that time would be reading through. And there he quotes directly from Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. There it says, Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. So the reason this is so important is that all of the religious leaders of their day would have studied and known this verse by heart. They knew entire books of the Pentateuch by memory. Not only that, this was kind of a prayer or creed that devout people of the Jewish faith would recite once in the morning and once in the evening. So they were very, very familiar with this. So Jesus was using something that they were familiar with that was very important to them. The second thing that is amazing about this first section is the word that is used in the Bible to explain the kind of love that we were supposed to have for God. Now, the New Testament, its original language was Greek, and the word that they use there is agapo, which comes from the Greek root word agape. Now, this is not a romantic love, but it is still a deep love. This is the kind of love that actually involves choice or selection. So what Jesus is saying right here is the most important commandment is to choose to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, which is an incredible way for us to start looking at this. It's a great way for us to understand what love should look like. However, love God isn't only the most important commandment. There in verse 31, Jesus let us know that there is something else that is equally important. So this next part is just as important as loving God. Let me say this again. This next part is as important as loving the creator of the universe. The next part is as important as loving the most powerful being in all of existence. Then Jesus says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Once again, this part, this idea is taken from the Pentateuch. This time Jesus is pulling from the book of Leviticus which was a book of laws that would show the people of Jewish faith how to worship and be holy before God. It basically laid out the way they should live their lives. And here is what he quoted from Leviticus. There it says, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against a fellow Israelite, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. 
Now, once again, here is Jesus laying out this idea of how people are supposed to live by giving these religious leaders a piece of scripture that they would know by memory. Once again, when Jesus describes this love in Mark 12, he used the same word to love your neighbor as he does when he says you need to love God, agapao. Now, which is the love you choose to give, right? That's what we're talking about. So not only do we need to make the choice to get up every single day and love God with all of our hearts, souls, minds, and strength, but we have to choose to love our neighbors. We have to choose to love the people that are in proximity to us. These are the greatest commandments, which brings us to our big idea for today. If you only remember one thing from this message today, please, please let it be this. Here's a big idea. Choose love. Choose love. Every single day, you have to choose love. I know that things are hard. I know that you may have lost your job. I know that you are trying your best to figure out all of this online learning. I know that you miss being around your friends and your family. I know that you miss things being normal. And I know that this political season is one of the most contentious that any of us have ever seen in our entire lifetimes. But every day, you still have to choose to love people. Amazing things can happen when you show people love and you don't meet their hate and their anger with more hate and more anger. Because when you start living your life by an eye for an eye, you have a lot of people walking around that can't see anymore. It doesn't help anyone. So we are called to choose love, to choose to love God and to choose to love people. The choice is ours. So let's see what happened when Jesus, that day in the temple, getting grilled by all those religious leaders, decided to love. Let's go back to Mark 12. There it says, the teacher of religious law replied, well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know that it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. Realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, you're not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask Jesus any more questions. All right, guys, I need you to see this. I am totally geeking out over this right now. There's a line in here that is absolutely amazing. When the religious teacher replies, well said, teacher, talking to Jesus, he is conceding and respecting what Jesus had to say. In front of all of his religious buddies, he is endorsing Jesus. Then he adds on to what Jesus had to say by explaining that love is more important than sacrifices. This teacher of the religious law says love is greater than law. That alone is near miraculous. Now we need to pay attention to how Jesus did this. How did he flip this guy? Well, he did it by choosing love. Here's what Jesus did. He listened to God. He understood from his father what the answer to that question was. Then Jesus shared the right answer. Then Jesus loved those people there in that room. Remember, Jesus was God in human form on the earth. He could have been done with all these fools, right? He could have rained down fire on their heads. And, and just for totally bothering him in the middle of teaching. But he didn't. He chose to love people. 
He did his best to empower them to lead themselves to truth. And he did all this by linking to them. He didn't just tell them what the right answer was. He connected to their life. He did this in a way that he knew they would fully understand. He linked into their community at that moment. Now for us, we have to get this right. Jesus said we need to choose to love God. When things are hard, when the world is against us, we have to remember God is there and choose to love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. We also have to choose to love him when things are good. It's sometimes just as easy to forget about God when things are going smoothly. Then we got to love people. Choose to love people, even the ones that are against us. Those religious leaders that were asking Jesus all of those questions wanted him dead. He knew they wanted to kill him. And he didn't cast them into the ocean with a single thought. No, he chose love. And the same goes for us. Guys, it doesn't matter if you think people from another religion are against you. It doesn't matter if you think people from another neighborhood are against you. It doesn't matter if you think people from another country are against you. It doesn't matter if you think that there are people that are different from you that are against you. It doesn't matter if people from another political party are against you. We are called to love everyone. Every single person was created in the exact same way, in the image of God. When you don't love that person that you consider your enemy, you are not fully loving God because that person was made in God's image. And we are called to love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. Is hating another person or another group of people loving God? No. And the worst of this is happening on social media right now. Guys, remember, I'm friends with you on social media. And I see all of it. And there are times that as I'm scrolling through my feeds that the spirit within me absolutely grieves to see how you hate the person you perceive to be your enemy. I just want you to know that if you are calling people names, if you're trying to tear down people, then you are part of the problem. You aren't fighting for good. You are perpetuating hate. When you think you are fighting for the right team, you're actually helping enslave people to anger and hatred. And this anger and hatred is the exact opposite of what God is calling us to do. If you are doing these things that are the exact opposite of what Jesus has told us to do, who do you think you are really working for? I'll tell you what, it's not the God that's in heaven. It's not the God that I know, the one that loves you the one that wants the best life for you. It's not him. Now, when you get to God, do you want to tell him that you fought for policies or that you chose to love people, chose to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all our mind, and all our strength? When you get to God at the end of your life, are you going to tell him that you loved him in all those ways? That you loved the people created in his image? Or are you going to explain to him how important this election was? Or are you going to explain to him how the blue team had everything right? Or how the red team had everything right? Or are you going to explain to him that this country was more important than loving your neighbor? Do you want to know why 
I can feel the spirit so grieved when I look at this stuff. Because guys, if anyone knew how to love people that were their enemy, it was Jesus. Jesus was innocent. He never did anything wrong. Jesus was accused. He was accused by people that wanted to hold on to their power. Jesus was convicted. He was found guilty of something he didn't do. Jesus was beaten. He was sentenced to endure death that was handed out to criminals. Then Jesus had to carry a cross. He was put on parade so the people would see him walk his cross up that hill. Jesus was broken. When they nailed him onto the cross, his body slowly broke in one of the most physically excruciating ways possible. And while Jesus was hanging from that cross, as he was looking down on the people that had followed through with an order to put him on that cross, they were gambling to see who would get his clothes. They were mocking him. While this was going on, while Jesus' life force was slowly slipping away, this is what he said in Luke 23. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. That was the moment that he could have used his powers to break free. That was the moment that he could have turned that whole place upside down. But he didn't. He chose love. He chose to love the people that opposed him. He chose to love his enemies. And this is so important because there might have been a time in your life that you considered yourself an enemy of God. There may have been some times that you were messing up so much and doing so many terrible things that you knew that God would look at you as an enemy that opposed him. That time might even be right now. If this is you, I want you to see this. Jesus was being crucified next to two criminals. And while Jesus is up there, one of the criminals is mocking Jesus, saying, if you're the Messiah, get yourself down and save us too. Then look at what happens. There it says, but the other criminal protested. Don't you fear God, even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man, Jesus, hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. That criminal, that man that knew he deserved to die for his crimes, was chosen by Jesus. He didn't have to get baptized. He didn't have to jump through a bunch of religious hoops. All the man did was acknowledge that Jesus was, in fact, the Messiah. So if you feel like you're an enemy to God, it's so simple to just turn to him. Or maybe you have created this identity for yourself. You figured out who you are. You shouted as loud to everyone what you are all about. But some of these things might not really line up with who Jesus is. Some people might say that who you are goes against what God is, or that how you live your life opposes what Jesus lived his life for. Well, I want you to know that God chose you too. No matter how messed up people say you are, or how messed up you might feel, every day God chooses to love you. Since the beginning of time, God loved you. And we see that in the book of John. There it says, for God 
loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son in the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. So guys, here is what is truly amazing. The Greek word there for love is agapao. So this love that God has for us, it's the same love that he talked about earlier. It's a love that he has to choose to follow through with. We have been chosen by God's love. Today, I want you to receive that. I want you to receive the love God has for you. As we read, it's very simple to do. All you have to do is believe. Before, you might have believed that God didn't want you or that you were too bad to be a part of what he was doing here on this earth, but that is wrong. He chose you. He wants you. He loves you. So if you want to receive his love today, I want you to pray along with me. And if this is the first time you're ever doing this, it might be a little scary, but I just want you to lean into God in these moments. So let's all bow our heads as a community because here at Akuo Church, no one prays alone. And you can just pray something like this with me. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for laying your life down for me. Thank you for choosing me, even though I've messed up so many times. I don't want to do life on my own anymore. I want to live my life with you. Thank you for choosing love. Jesus, today, I choose you. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer, I want you to do something that might be a little out of your comfort zone. I want you to type into the chat, I choose Jesus. So just type those few words into the chat right now. Now, I want you to know that I am so proud of you for making that decision. God is so proud of you. All of heaven is so proud of you. As a matter of fact, all of heaven is throwing the most ridiculous party because of the decision that you just made right now because you just crossed that line of faith. And I, I want to do the same thing for you right now. As we see people write, I choose Jesus in the chat, I want us to celebrate that. So throw in some excited emojis, some clapping hands, some of these. So, you know, raise the roof, whatever you got in there and, and just throw that in there. And if you aren't up on your emoji game, just type in, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Any of those things, just let them know you're there with them. Now, if you've been a believer, whether it's been for the last five decades or it just happened right now, like 10 seconds ago, and you want to ask for some help choosing love, I want you to pray this prayer along with me. So just go ahead and pray something like this. Bow your heads and pray this. Jesus, thank you for being such a great example of how to love. Thank you for loving me. Today, show me how I can choose love. Show me how I can choose to love you. Show me how I can choose to love my family. Show me how I can choose to love my friends. And especially show me how I can choose to love my enemies. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of our service here at Akuo. If you need anything at all, don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church, and you can contact us there. Now, 
if you liked today's service and you want to share it with someone, like you feel like somebody needs to hear this today, we want you to go onto our YouTube channel and, and click it and share it in that way. Uh, you can also go and listen to our services while you're in the car or on the go by downloading one of our audio podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, whether it's on YouTube or in our audio podcast, we would love for you to subscribe to them, like them, and rate them. By doing this, the algorithms of all these websites will actually put us higher up in the rankings and they'll actually put us in front of more and more people. So by doing that, you will help us spread the gospel every single time. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We believe that when you trust God with anything in your life, there's a blessing. When you trust God with a relationship, there's a blessing. When you trust God with your work, there's a blessing. And we believe that it's the same when you trust God with your finances. Now, I'm not saying that when you tithe, you're going to end up with like, you know, that, that truck with the, the big wheels and the spinners and the exhaust and, and all that great stuff. But what you will receive is a spiritual blessing. This is one of the areas where we can really trust God and see how He works when we do trust in Him. Now, the way you can do that here at Akuo Church is by going to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church. When you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have two new ways that you can tithe here at Akuo. We have our text to tithe option now. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977, 77977. When you do that, the first time you will have to sign up, uh, but after that, tithing will be as simple as sending a text message. We also have our PO box up and running if you'd like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to PO box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Now, one last thing. Each Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. It's a time where we can all get together, sing some songs uh, that Abel will lead us through, read through the Bible, and pray with one another. It's been a lot of fun each and every week, and we would love to see you there. The link for the Zoom meeting is posted in all of our social media. And if you want to invite somebody to come along with you this week, we would love for you to do that. All right, guys, that's another service down. And I want you to know that I love you all, and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. Now, before we go, let me pray one last time over you. So, uh, Jesus, as everybody clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone, I ask that you would be speaking to them in all the ways that you like to speak. I ask that you would help them choose love this week. And I also ask that you would let them choose to receive your love and the love from the people all around them. Thank you for everything, Lord. We love you. Amen. Okay, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday at our Zoom group. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.